Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line when standing by is ESPN's Tim Kirkjian at playoff time. And Tim is with us now. Tim, good to have you with us. How are you this morning? Um, well, I can't can't wait till tomorrow. It's going to start potentially one of the craziest Octobers we've ever seen, and certainly the busiest October we've ever seen. And I'm I'm just thrilled that we're here and we're still playing. <laughs> let's let's hope we have another month left in us and finish this off. This has to be your favorite time of year, right? Not even close. There is nothing, nothing is better than October baseball. Now, I'm hopelessly biased about this, but it's even better this year given how difficult it has been to get to this point. This is now like the reward that for all the jobs that everybody did to keep everyone safe and get to this point. Now, I think it's time to just sit back and relax and watch 16 teams play in the playoffs. Phenomenal stories all around Major League Baseball this year. Tim, I want to get a reading from you on how you would feel if your favorite team, i.e. the Cardinals, had finished 14th in the league in runs and the American League leader in home runs was a former Cardinal and the National League leader in home runs was a former Cardinal. Look, it's a miracle the Cardinals are in the playoffs. (laughs) Given what you just said, and given that there was zero chance in my mind that they would ever play 58 games this year, and they could have easily played 60 with two more today. It's a miracle that no team since 1945 has ever even attempted what the Cardinals had to go through in order to get to this point. And not only did they get through the season, which was a big question at one point, they made the playoffs. So it's a real tribute to everyone in that organization that somehow they pulled it together. Granted, they got some help, and a 60-game season really helped. But they made it, and they deserve all the credit in the world for that. And they have pretty darn good starting pitching, which uh, gives you a chance in any series, especially a short one. Tim, how do you think the Cardinals match up with the Padres? What do you think could be the big X factor in that series? Well, I think it comes down to the injuries with the pitching staff for the Padres. If the Nelson Lamette and Mike Clevenger are not able to pitch, or if they do pitch and they're not healthy 100%, I think that changes the equation. Those guys are really good, and they have swing and miss stuff. But if they're not right because of those bicep injuries, then I think that gives the Cardinals more than a real chance to win that series because of the starting pitching the Cardinals have. But I think I know that the Padres are a better team when they're a hundred percent healthy, but they also haven't been in the playoffs for a while. The Cardinals granted have been away for a while, but they've got some really tested guys on their team led by the catcher. So I think it's a toss up series, but I think it comes down to Lamette and Clevenger. Exactly. What are they going to get? If anything, out of either one of those guys. 
Tim, you also have four NL Central teams, the Cardinals, the Brewers, the Cubs, and the Reds that are in the postseason this year. Which teams from that group do you think survive in advance? Uh, I think the Cubs are going to beat the Marlins, even though the Marlins are an even bigger, more miraculous story than the Cardinals. But, you know, the, the, the Cubs have really good starting pitching. When you can go Darvish, Hendricks, and Lester in any series, you have a chance. And even though they've been a horrendous offensive team for most of the season, they just scored 25 runs in three games against the White Sox. Uh, Chris Bryan, who had two homers and five RBIs coming into the weekend, had two homers and six RBIs over the weekend. And now he's angry about the way he's been treated. And sometimes it's good to get a really angry guy out there, and maybe he brings some guys along with him. So I like the Cubs. Um, to advance in their series. And, of course, like everyone else, I love the Reds starting pitching uh, with that big three that no one wants to face. But they're going to Atlanta, and the Braves have a thunder one through nine in that order. So that's going to be a fascinating series. Yeah, it seems to me, Tim, as if the the Cardinals-Padres uh, series and the, the Reds-Braves series are kind of similar. The Braves have some injuries with their starting pitching as well. Those teams are both heavily offensive-oriented, and the Cards and Reds, like you said, both rely on really good starting pitching. Right, and that's why this should be so, so interesting. There's so many good matchups out there. You know, Indians and the Yankees is tremendous. But, you know, that, that Reds-Braves, to me, is the most interesting one in the National League because who in, in postseason we usually look great starting pitching. That's how you win. But, you know, the four leading home run hitters last I checked in the National League in September were all on the Braves. And for Amazing. Ronald Lacuna to be your third most dangerous hitter at the moment behind Freddie Freeman and former Cardinal Marcelo Zuna, uh, that, that just shows you how deep that lineup is in Atlanta. Speaking of great starting pitching, Tim, you have to bring up Clayton Kershaw on the Dodgers when you talk about the postseason. Do you think this is the year they get it done? Uh, I do, Michelle. They're they played over 700 baseball. Granted, it's only for 60 games, but they were clearly the best team in the National League and in the Major Leagues from day one. And I think Kershaw uh, has really had a comeback season, if that's the right word. He's throwing harder than he did in the previous two years. His, you know, his off-speed stuff is just ridiculously good. He's got all sorts of help in that rotation. And the Dodgers hit more home runs than any team in the major league. So nothing is certain in baseball, especially during this bizarre season we just finished. But I think the safest bet is the Dodgers are not only going to win the first round, they're going to the World Series from the National League. And I think, not like it matters, they're going to win their first World Series since 1988. Tim, there are teams, the Cardinals are one of them, the Yankees, I think the Dodgers, that really benefit from home field advantage. In a bubble, in this sort of a situation, can you think of a team that really does rely on the energy of their home crowd that might be negatively affected by not having fans in the stands? You know, the Dodgers would be the answer because they basically sell out every night. But I'm really torn on the no fans. Who does it benefit? Sometimes I think the young players need the energy of the crowd in order to get them going. And yet other people tell me they don't need the energy from anyone. There's so there's so much enthusiasm there to begin with. 
it's the veteran players that might need that boost. So I'm a little confused. I think the only team that isn't truly affected by in any way by no fans in the stands, I hate to say it, are the Rays. Right. <laughs> it's a pretty quiet building most of the time. They're used to playing without a lot of people there. So maybe they have a slight advantage from all that. Hey, I, I want to get your take because you've been around the game for such a long time and you've been around the Cardinals. We had Matt Holliday on a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about how that very first day he got traded to the Cardinals and walked into the clubhouse and put the jersey on. The culture just provided a different feel. And Mike Schilt talked yesterday about how we don't talk about making the playoffs because that's just a given and it's an expectation in our clubhouse. And obviously, as you mentioned, the last time the Padres won a playoff game, the Cardinals have played 45 four playoff games since the last time the Padres won one against the Cardinals in 06. How much difference does that culture make of the, the expectation of winning? Well, I'm a big believer in all of that stuff. Some people aren't. I am. And, you know, when you're a St. Louis Cardinal and we're going back a few years and you see Red Shandies in the clubhouse every day, and Lou Brock shows up here and there, and then Bob Gibson walks in. It sounds corny, but that stuff matters. When Stan Musial used to show up at the ballpark, how can you not look at him? And some of the others I mentioned say, boy, it's, it's tremendous pride playing for this organization. It's arguably the greatest organization in the history of the national league. And I think that stuff matters. I think when it sounds corny, but you put that Cardinal uniform on and the team is way bigger than you are. And Albert Poole's one of the greatest players I've ever seen. But when he left, what I gathered from St. Louis is we'll figure out how to win because we're the Cardinals. Nobody's bigger than our team. And I think that's what the players feel when they come play for the St. Louis Cardinals. You remember Bob Shirley, former Padre and Cardinal, who got traded here. And Bob Shirley once said, tradition in St. Louis is Stan Musial coming in the clubhouse to gladhand everybody. Tradition in San Diego is Nate Colbert coming in to sell you a used car. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of how it works. And I remember when Tony LaRusso, all kidding aside, won the World Series with the Cardinals for the first time. Bob Gibson came up and shook his hand and basically said, welcome to the club. Mm-hmm. That is a world championship in St. Louis. I was right there when this happened. And Tony, who was his decorated manager at that point, was on his way to the Hall of Fame anyway. The look on his face when Bob Gibson came up and told him, welcome to the club, I'll never forget it. That's how moved Tony La Russa was that the great Bob Gibson would welcome him in like that. That's what it means to play baseball in St. Louis. I love that story, Tim. Well, an organization that's seemingly on the other side of, of the playoffs year after year is the Anaheim Angels. And to have Mike Trout miss the playoffs again and just to read his quotes about how they've got to get to the playoffs and how he talked about how this sucks. As somebody that loves baseball and that wants to see Mike Trout have opportunities on the biggest stage and in the biggest moments, it's fr- it's frustrating that he doesn't really get that opportunity. So what do you think the Angels do in the offseason to get them to that position? Do you think that they are going to start to feel a sense of urgency? Well, if they haven't felt it yet, then they're not watching things because you can't have the best player in baseball who's been the best player in baseball for close to 10 years now. And it's, it might be Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays come back to life here. And he, and he's so far 
done from being a great, great player. They have to get him back in the playoffs. They fired their general manager, Billy Epler, yesterday. They have to go on a new course here. They've started to rebuild that farm system, which is good. And even though they've spent an enormous amount of money on players over the last 10 years or so, they're going to have to go get a, a quality starting pitcher to lead that rotation. They've got some work to do for them to not make the playoffs in a 16 team playoff season. It's just not good enough when you have all the resources and all the star power of the angels. If you are desperate and willing to spend is Dave Dombrowski a good gamble. Dave Dombrowski is always a good gamble, as long as you recognize what you're getting here. He is a master craftsman of building teams and building them quickly. And sometimes he spends a lot of money doing it and uses up his lot of prospects, but there's no debating. That guy has been a great general manager over the years, and I'm sorry, I'm 63 years old. I think a, a veteran hand running a team today is just as important, if not more important than ever. And Dave Dabrowski would be certainly an excellent choice in Anaheim. Tim Kirkjian, it's always great to hear your voice. Glad you're excited about the playoffs. Glad we're having the playoffs, and we always appreciate your time. Okay, thanks so much. See you.